Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We're listening to Anita Marks. Throw $5 on it. $5 right? is like, a lot nowadays. $5? Uh, I can't even get a Starbucks coffee in the morning for $5. What do you put in your Starbucks coffee that costs more than 5 bucks? My morning coffee of choice is an iced vanilla latte made with soy. I get an extra shot of espresso and I get three pumps of vanilla. All those pumps of soy is going to drive it up. Which is ridiculous. It's a $1.15 for every pump. And it's $1.75 more for an extra shot. We should talk about this more than any other topic today. More than the Jets, the Giants. Why? Pumps? $1.15 for a pump? A pump. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> You're listening to Anita Marks. Drink regular coffee. You don't, you don't need any shot or nothing. That'll do the job. On 98.7. ESPN. Anita Marks with you. Hour two here on 98.7 ESPN with you until three o'clock. Um, then I'm going to jump in the shower. Is that funny how we say jump in the shower? Do you ever jump in the shower? If I jumped in the shower, I'd probably hurt myself. Yeah, it's one of those forms of expression that um, I would never use ever. That we don't literally do. Like, I don't, I've never jumped in the shower. So you're saying but let's I say it all the time. Hey, listen, I'm going to just jump in the shower. I'll be there in five minutes. It's like, let's hop in the car. Like, yeah. Yeah, have we ever hopped in the car? We look silly hopping in our car. Don't even think I could get in my car if I hopped. Probably break your neck. Probably. Now everybody has the, what do they call it? The rooftop? Like the... Convertible? You know, yeah. Is that, where you were, is that where you were going, Harvey? Convertible? Yeah. yeah, see, I don't have that money that I can just call it convertible. You're crazy. Anyway, hop in the shower. I'm going to make my way down to Hawthorne, Wagfields. For Don LaGreca's softball game. So here's the thing. I've been asking Don for years now to let me pitch. He won't. He just lets Greg Buttle pitch. He won't let me pitch. He you, says he's he says he's worried about my face. You know, oh, we because play, we play against we play against dudes. I heard that story one time that um Marty Lyons slid and oh. was bleeding. Oh my gosh. Yes. It was pretty gross. But, you know, it was, it was typical Marty Lyons, right? Why? <laughs> so hoping everybody could get out there, the Hawthorne. It looks like the weather is going to stay nice. Um, I keep on checking my weather bug. What's, what's, the, what's the weather app you have on your phone? I have the weather bug. Call it my weather bug. I just, have, I just use the iPhone app of the weather. That little widget. Come on, Harvey. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Thank you, voice of reason. <laughs> okay, what's the, what's the app that I should get? Weatherbug. Weatherbug. Weather Channel. AccuWeather. The, the Apple weather is so Bad. inaccurate. It's mm-hmm. laughable. Look, if I just, as the great Dan Grasso would say, if you want the weather, just look out your window. Yeah, but I need weather in Hawthorne. I don't need weather in Hoboken. 
So there's that. want to remind you, after more than 50 years of touring and consistently selling out arenas and stadiums worldwide, the Eagles have announced, and not the football team, uh, have announced that their upcoming The Long Goodbye will be uh, the band's final tour. The band will stop at UBS Arena at Belmont Park this September 20th. Tickets are on sale right now at ubsarena.com. Um, and uh, so just stay locked to 98.7 ESPN. And um, and we're going to give tickets away in, in the next hour or two. Okay? For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. I've seen the Eagles in concert, by the way. Have you guys? I haven't, and it's on the the bucket list of uh Well, you, <laughs> this is it, dude. September twentieth. Yeah. This is it. There's no that that bucket list checkoff box is will be out the door after September twentieth. Them and so, Billy uh, Joel. So I have uh, probably a year to uh, to go hit both of them because isn't billy joel ending his residency in msg soon i believe so his residency it feels like he lives there um so i had tickets to madonna you know her farewell tour at the end of uh, august and um and that's been that's been postponed now because uh she she is not well apparently she's doing better apparently it was very touch and go she got some type of infection so I'm, I'm a little, I was a little disappointed in that, but at the end of the day, the most important thing is that she gets healthy. 800-919-3776. Uh, we are talking about Dalvin Cook, who is in town uh, boating, but is expected to make his way to the Jets facility um, out there at Florham Park uh, to get a physical on his shoulder to see if he'll be ready to rock and roll and potentially sign a deal with the Jets. But he's saying Dolphins are up there as well. What team is he using as leverage? Is it both? Will he take a hometown discount with the Miami Dolphins? Does he feel he's got a better opportunity and chance of winning with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Who's going to wow him? Let's go to Bobby in Long Island. Bobby, you're up. Good afternoon, Anita. Um, I just hope that uh, this Cook doesn't pull a Tyreek Hill. I know Wilson isn't Rogers, but it's possible that he could go to Miami, and uh, that would that would be good. But anyway, I want to talk about uh, Judge. Uh, you talk about betting on Judge hitting a home run. I wouldn't I wouldn't do bet any him on anytime soon because uh, basically the Yankee players behind him suck, and uh, they're not going to. It's going to. Yesterday was a blueprint for what they're going to. Teams are going to be doing. They're not going to. They're not going to pitch to this guy if the players continue continue to stink up the joint, which they've been doing for a hundred games. This just seems like it's like the '65 Yankees, where they're all getting old, and you know, got three guys on a team making up 25 percent of their payroll. They're going to be here for three, four years. So uh, this could be a '65. This could be a, a, a you know a team that was terribly constructed, and uh, and the general manager going to be here for four years as well. So it's funny, you know, you're going to have, you know, the, the, the old guys in the general manager here for the next three, four years. And, uh, you know, it's, I think it's going to be the late 60s or, or, all over again for the Yankees. We'll see what happens, Bobby. Uh, you know, definitely some, some major cons- – appreciate your phone call. Major concerns here, um, you know, for this roster and, and how it's been constructed and, and, and obviously – 
um, a lot of pressure, I would imagine, um, moving forward. And, and we got to see what Cashman does at the trade deadline. You know, it's just, it's, 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 it's one of those situations where the Yankees, as we know, were so good for so long. And a fan base just becomes accustomed to World Series or bust. Obviously, it has not been that way for quite a while. And, 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 and again, and, and I talked about this in the first hour of the show, me talking to a number of my friends who are huge Yankee, fran- Yankee fans are just, they're, they're, they're done. Mediocrity is not for them, even though this is a Yankees team that's only three and a half games away out of the wild card. And potentially could get better with the addition of, of Aaron Judge in the lineup. It, it's just, it's game one. Yeah, three walks. We'll see what happens today. We'll see what happens by Tuesday. How different this roster is going to look. But the, the, the in this day and age, where we are right now with the Yankees, it's about getting in as a wild card. It's not about dominating the American League East. And I know that leaves a very foul taste in a lot of Yankee fans' mouths. I understand, because it's not the norm. It's not what you grew up on. It's not the Yankee way. 800-919-3776. We get back. I want to continue to talk about the Jets. Uh, Aaron Rodgers redoing his deal, giving back $35 million. Also, Sean Payton's comments about Nathaniel Hackett and walking them back yesterday. We'll dive into all that next as well. 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. So uh, like an idiot yesterday, I went and played golf out there at Rock Spring Golf, golf Club and drove off without my clubs. Left my clubs. When Left did you realize the- that you forgot the clubs? When I was um, about... 15 minutes from home and I was filling in for Dan Grosset last night from seven to 10. So there was just no way I could have turned around at that point in time and gone back. So, yeah. And, and by the way, this isn't the first time I did this at galloping. So I did this at galloping Hill one day. So played at galloping Hill, um, hung out, had dinner and, um, and a few glasses of wine at the clubhouse. Uh, so, had a friend drive me home 
um, and left my clubs there like an idiot. So I so, assume- so you 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 don't you would imagine if I did it once I wouldn't do it again I would have learned my lesson. I assume that you rented clubs yesterday. No, or, or no, they're my clubs. They're my clubs. You I left. You, I f- you said you forgot. I finished your clubs. my rounds. I got in my car oh, and I drove okay. up. You 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 forgot your clubs at yeah at the course. Okay. Yeah, like I'm an following idiot. That. Yeah, like an idiot. That happened. Uh, by the way, uh, great segue. Fill in right into our leaderboard update by Glenn Fittich. There we go. I said it properly. Um, and we've got the three M happening right now in Minnesota. I've never been to Minnesota. Have you guys? I'm trying to think if I've been in their airport, but that would probably be my only venture. Well, to, that's uh, not fun. Minnesota. Well, people watching is fun in an airport. But um, I I had the opportunity to go when they hosted the Super Bowl. But I was like, who wants to go to who wants to go to Minnesota um, in February? And majority of media people who I know that I'm friends with who went came back brutally sick. Just had the worst cold of their lives when they when they returned from the Super Bowl. They said their their eyeballs had uh, were freezing that it, like their eye like the the water in their eyeballs was um was turning into ice could you imagine that sounds like a nightmare yeah exactly that's quite Who the ad- to- that's quite the advertisement for minnesota well they're not advertising they're just they're hosting this tournament 3m open but of course they have to host it in july and august you're sick <laughs> um so right now a few guys going low not too low four under through 10 for dylan Wu, justin sue uh tom hoagie but right now at the top leaderboard uh you've got lee hodges who's 14 under he's plus one today through two um Keep an eye on Tony Finau. Is, again, as we like to call Saturday moving day on the tour. He's even through three. He's 10 over, so he's, uh, he's four shots back. We'll, we'll see if Hodges can continue to have that lead. Again, leaderboard update brought to you by Glenn Fittich. Single malt scotch whiskey, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey. Skillfully crafted. Enjoy responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume, 2023 imported by, by William Grant & Sons, New York, New York. 800-919-3776, the phone number. That's how you get on board. A few other things pertaining to the Jets, and, and we're going to hear from um, Rich Samini, was kind enough to jump on board with me last night. So it was such a good interview. Really very insightful. I, I thought it'd be good if uh, I replay it for you this afternoon. Um Rich Samini, phenomenal job covering the Jets, has his own podcast called Flight Deck. Highly recommend you listen to it. So a few things. Number one, Aaron Rodgers this week, redoing his deal, redoing his contract, was going to have to get done anyway. Better it gets done now so that the, the, uh, the Jets now freed up about $15 million in cap space. Gives them plenty of wiggle room to work out a deal with, with Dalvin Cook. Okay, um, 
more importantly, and you know how I feel if you do listen to me on the weekends, um, and that is, I, I feel like they need to address the offensive line. Now, the big concern is Mekhi Becton and Dwayne Brown, who Becton now is complaining that his right leg, his right knee is acting up again. Dude doesn't want to play right tackle. Read, listen between the lines. Hear what he has to say. He feels that a big reason that he's suffering from these uh, right leg injuries is because he's being forced to play right tackle. It's not the position. It's not the side of the line that he wants to be on. But Dwayne Brown can't play right tackle. So there's that. I've got some big concerns with the offensive line. Um, Hopefully, you know, you're you're not going to have like a tackle who's going to swoop in and save the day. It's just not going to happen. Uh, I filled in for Alan Hahn two weeks ago and spent uh, quite a few days hosting with uh, with um, Bart Scott. Bart feels really confident about this offensive line. And here's another thing. Pro Football Focus, who I have immense respect for, uh, they gave the Jets offensive line a 23 out of 32, a 23 ranking where they gave the Giants a 20, I want to say 27. 27. So actually, Pro Football Focus feels that the Jets have a better offensive line than the Giants. Very surprising to me. So, um, and and like I said, uh, Bart Scott is is very confident about this Jets offensive line. Me, not so much. I'd love to see this this reworked deal and this new money go to better offensive line help. But at the same time, what's out there? What's available? Obviously, as we get closer and closer to uh, the regular season and teams are having to shave their rosters, yeah, well, there'll be some solid offensive linemen out there that teams have a lot of depth and a lot of talent and they're going to have to let go. Yeah, but, you know, that's it's it's not a guy that you're going to, that you're going to, pick up who's been cut by another team who's going to become a starter for you. That's that's for depth, which the Jets need as well. But they need some studs at the tackle side, the, the tackle positions, and right now it's not there. And I've got some big concerns about it, but uh, but it's the, the news that Aaron Rodgers renegotiated and left $35 million on the table, which is really unbelievable, uh, again, Rich Samini with some really great insight, uh, which we're going to hear from him momentarily. Also want to talk about Sean Payton. As we know, Sean Payton does an interview with the USA Today and says some pretty horrible things about Nathaniel T- uh, Hackett. Worst coaching job in the history of the NFL. Also said there are 20 dirty hands around what happened with Russell Wilson last season. 55 sacks for Russell Wilson last season, most in the NFL. And then yesterday, Sean Payton walked it back, apologized, said he had his quote-unquote fox hat on. It's, I, I will say this. I've worked with many ex-coaches, ex, ex-players. It, it's, it's hard. Once they, <laughs> once they come over to the dark side, and that would be us, um, and now you know they're, they're able to have an opinion, they're able to say what they want to say, um, it's very empowering. Because a lot of times athletes, coaches, 
general managers, like you can't always say what you want to say publicly because of this situation. I'm not making excuses for Sean Payton. I don't think he should have said it. He walked it back. He apologized. He said he was going to reach out to Robert Sala and Nathaniel Hackett and apologize to them. Obviously not sure if that happened. Not sure if they would pick up the call. But just a really bad look for Sean Payton. But at the end of the day, did he say anything that we weren't aware of? No. I mean, it was it was a complete poop show in Denver last year. But I think Nathaniel, I think everybody, everybody's in a better place. I, I'm a true believer, like everything happens for a reason. Everything and eventually, you know, when you're when you're in the thick of it, you're like, oh, this sucks. Woe is me. My life is horrible. Why is this happening to me? And then all of a sudden, six months, nine months, a year, year and a half later, you're like, oh, I'm so glad. Thank God that happened. Because if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in right now. And I feel like Sean Payton is probably the best thing that could ever happen to Russell Wilson for him to try to rebound and prove himself again this season in Denver. And obviously, the reason Nathaniel Hackett is here is because Aaron wanted him here. So the best thing that happened to Nathaniel Hackett was getting fired so he could reunite with his quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, and they could do what they do best here in New York. It worked out for everybody. Everybody's happy. Happy campers. Okay? Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon. Like I said, Rich Samini was kind enough to join me uh, last night. I was filling in for Dan Grassa. We'll hear from him next, right here on 98.7 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We are talking Jets. Therefore, we have to have Rich Samini on. He's got his own podcast called Flight Deck. Hopefully you tune in wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Rich, a very exciting season that has begun for you, no less, right? Yeah, it's been uh, an exciting few days, too. Uh, A lot of news around the Jets, and I have a feeling it's not going to subside as we go through the season. All right, well, let's start first and foremost. I know everybody wants to hear the latest with Delvin Cook. But first and foremost, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers, right? And, and him renegotiating and redoing his deal with the Jets. Obviously, that, that had to happen first and foremost. Kind of break that down for us. Explain the money and, and explain the motivational factors there as well, please. Yeah, so this is a little complicated. I'm going to try to make it as simple as possible. So, Right before he got traded in April, he redid his contract with the Packers and essentially was doing the Packers a favor and also the Jets a favor at that particular time because they took that $58 million option bonus, which is guaranteed, and they pushed, which is due like this year, they pushed it to next year. And so for three months, Aaron Rodgers was on the Jets' books making the veterans minimum. He was making about $1.2 million. He obviously was not going to play football this year for that amount. And he said it right from the beginning at his first press conference that they were going to re- redo his deal again. And so it took a while, and but it's been fairly much in place for the last few weeks. And so what they did was 
they moved some of that money back into this year, but not nearly all of it. I mean, in the end, he ends up taking about $35 million and basically leaving it on the table. You know, $35 million in guarantees over the next two years, he will not get. Uh, he's going to make $75 million over the next two. It was supposed to be 110 So it's really an extraordinary uh, gesture on his part. I think it's unprecedented in team sports for an athlete to take that big of a pay cut. And it helps out the Jets. It sends a really strong message to the locker room that he wants to win a Super Bowl. And so, uh, yeah, it was it was quite stunning, to say the least. Yeah, none. it, it is. It, that is quite stunning. Um, do you think he's feeling that he can make up that money now that he's here in New York? We hear it time and time again. Athletes, you know, you come here to New York in regard to, like, the marketing money and, and, and the hoopla and, and everything that comes with being – uh, a, a professional athlete in New York over any other city in the world? Maybe he's making it up uh, with the Pat McAfee show moving to ESPN. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> there you go, Rich. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, uh, I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers has made a fortune over his career. I mean, I don't have the number at my fingertips, but I'd venture to say it's probably over, you know, over two to $300 million. So, um some people say, "Well, what's you know?" So he doesn't really need the money, but still, it's a, it's a significant amount of money. $35 yeah, thirty-five million dollars is yeah. For, I mean, that's life anyone, changing for us, Joe. You know, Joe Schmoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, like I think the uh, Tampa Bay Rays uh, entire roster is, is thirty-five million dollars, right? Uh, but no, it's uh, it was a cool gesture on his part. I know it definitely resonated in the locker room just from talking to players and. And the Jets were really, uh, really touched by that. And I think they want him to – I think he told, probably told him, look, I'm going to give you back this money, but you got to go out and get some players. And so I think that's right. what they're going to try to do. Okay, so, so that – obviously, that first and foremost, that had to happen. So now Dalvin Cook allegedly is here in New York. From what I understand in reading your column, again, check out Rich Cimini on ESPN.com. Go to the NFL Jets site. He's in Long Island, I'm sure – um, enjoying this this lovely, although I played golf today, hot but lovely weather, and uh, and he's supposed to show up to uh, the Jets on Sunday. It's their green and white scrimmage, and based on what we heard him say on the NFL Network, uh, their morning show, and what's out there on social media, everything sounds pretty positive that he is going to be a Jet come Monday morning, if not Sunday afternoon. What say you? Yeah, I mean, he is uh, was going to spend the day, from what I was told uh, today, uh, boating somewhere on the waters of Long Island, uh, you know, enjoying uh, some some Long Island leisure activity, and then uh, will make his way uh, into Jersey, and uh, he's going to have to take a physical. Obviously, that's an important component to this because he had he had that shoulder surgery in in February, so they want to check that out, and I think he wouldn't have made this trip unless the two sides were somewhere in the same ballpark financially and there are other interested teams i think the dolphins and patriots are interested i you know from uh, what jeremy fowler reported yesterday that the patriots are trying to arrange a visit but i i think clearly the jets are the number one team right now and i think he's got a number in mind dalvin cook and if the jets can can meet it or approach it uh, i think there's a good chance that gets done but you know these Things in Edo, you just never know. I mean, we all thought the Odell Beckham deal was done. I thought Calais Campbell was going to get done. 
and at the last second, you know, another team swoops in. So you just never know until there's a deal. But I think things are looking pretty positive right now for the Jets and Dalvin Cook. Again, Rich Tamini joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. I'm sure that's music to the ears of a lot of Jets fans. Excited about that because um, even though I, I know we've had you on several times before and there was a lot of optimism around Brees Hall and everything that we're hearing from Robert Saul and the organization is that he's looked good. I want to say, again, I read on your column, he's, uh, I guess they've clocked him at 23 miles an hour. Wow. Uh, that's really, my scooter doesn't even go 23 miles an hour. But nonetheless, what can you fill us in uh, in regard to the status of, of Brees Hall and what the expectations are for him at the start of the season? Yeah, I, I don't think this interest in Cook has anything to do with Brees Hall because Brees Hall, from all indications, is doing really well. He's running full speed. I think there's, there's not many players in the league who can run 23 miles an hour, and he's doing it coming off an ACL. However, you know, talking to experts in the field, uh, full speed, straight-ahead speed is the first thing that comes back. What's, what's going to be the key is acceleration. That's often the last thing to come back. You know, how, how quickly can he run from zero to ten yards uh, when there's a couple of angry linebackers chasing after him? So the acceleration is something that's the last thing to come back. Of course, the cutting hard on that knee is something that he really hasn't done yet in, in contact drills. So bottom line is, I do think Brees Hall will be playing in week one, but the Jets are going to be smart about it. They don't want to overwork him, and they're going to bring him along slowly. So you need another really good running back to you know pick up some of that workload. And I just don't think they have the confidence in Michael Carter and Bam Knight or the rookie, uh, Izzy Abanaconda. So that's why they're really interested in, in uh, Dalvin Cook. They have a really tough schedule early in the year, and it's going to be a grind, and they want to be able to hit the ground running with a guy who's got four straight 1,000-yard years. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty unbelievable. You look at this roster, and it's, it's, it's definitely star-studded. Uh, there's, there's no denying that. Um, and, and again, you've been on my program time and time again, and we're kind of on the same page here in regard to, I'm just worried about the offensive line. I filled in for Alan Hahn two weeks ago and spent some time with Bart Scott. Bart Scott's not worried. PFF pro football focus actually has the jets offensive line ranked 23rd in the NFL where they have the giants ranked 29th, which is really surprising to me because I think, you know, when you've got your book in tackles, which the Giants do have, young, healthy, ready to go, and you're looking at the Jets, and their book and tackles are not. Um, to me, that's a yeah. huge red flag. So, you know, I, I understand we're sitting here, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers redoing his deal, giving back $35 million, excited about Dalvin Cook, but for me, man, I'd rather see the Jets. If I'm a Jets fan, I'd rather see the Jets spend that money on offensive linemen. But um, as, uh, as um, many, many analysts say, uh, you just can't walk into a target and purchase an offensive lineman. So with that being said, what is the latest with Becton? What's the latest with Brown? And uh, your thoughts on the offensive line, albeit, you know, the the the, uh, the training camp obviously is, is, is just fresh and young and has just started. Uh, but where does that all stand with you right now, Rich? Yeah, I think the offensive line is a major question. And I think right now, uh, they're going to open the season with the same five guys that they had last year. When you know last year the line, you know, kind of sputtered towards the end of the year, and they did have a lot of injuries. But I think from left to right, I think Dwayne Brown will be the left tackle. I think Tomlinson's back at left guard. He did not have a great year last year, 
Connor McGovern, I think, will end up being the starting center again. Clearly, they wanted to replace him in the offseason by drafting Joe Tippett in the second round. I don't think Tippett's ready. Right guard, Elijah Vera Tucker, he's fine. He's coming back from his injury, but he's fine. And the right tackle, I think, is going to be Max Mitchell, who was starting uh, a handful of games last year before he went out. So right now, it's the same five. And so can they be the same five guys be better than they were last year? I think the Jets are hoping that the new line coach, Keith Carter, has something to do with that. They're hoping that the offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, has something to do with that. I'd be a little concerned. I mean, especially, and you asked about Becton. Makai Becton is, you know, he looks great. You know, he lost 50-something pounds. He's in fantastic shape. That's not the problem. But he's got a twice-repaired right knee, and the knee is barking a little bit right now. So he's day-to-day. He hasn't practiced in a couple of days. And I think he is going to be their backup left tackle, as I see it right now. And um, so, yeah, there's some, uh, you know, Dwayne Brown still not practicing. I think he'll be back shortly, but, you know, a lot of questions right now. Yeah, there's no denying that. And, and, and again, it, it's not like there's a fantastic tackle out there. You know, I'm, I'm sure the, the Jets are, are looking at some teams, as, as we know, as, as training camp progresses and teams have to shave rosters. There'll be some guys that will be let go, but starters, especially at the tackle position, those guys you, you, you hold on tightly to. So not sure what's going to happen yeah. there. Uh, Rich, before yeah. we let you go, uh, let's talk about Sean Payton's comments, right? He came out today. Uh, well, let me rewind. USA Today, of course, he spoke to them, said that uh, Nathaniel Hackett, worst coaching job ever, quote-unquote, ter- 20 dirty hands around what happened with Russell Wilson last season, 55 sacks. We know the story. But today came out and apologized, said that he still had his Fox hat on and um, and needs more filter. Uh, what, what your thoughts on what Sean Payton had to say and 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 expectations for Nathaniel Hackett this season? Well, I thought it was I thought it was really uh, stupid comments, to be quite honest. I mean, Sean Payton knew exactly what he was saying. Sean Payton's a really smart guy. He says everything he says has a purpose. He's very deliberate. He didn't make off-the-cuff comments. He wanted that out there. I'm sure he was defending his quarterback, Russell Wilson. Look, I get it. He's a coach. He's going to defend his quarterback. But that doesn't mean you have to take down another person. You know, did Nathaniel Hackett do a good job last year in Denver? I, oh, obviously not. He got fired after one year, you know, even before one year. But what Peyton said was just, you know, really just below the bar of decency for what one head coach should say about another and I thought that was uncalled for. And, you know, Robert Sala, I thought, handled it pretty well. You know, he, you know, took the high road. And, basically, <laughs> and of course, Peyton also attacks the Jets for, you know, all the publicity they're getting and the hard knocks and the, uh, the way they're putting together their team. And I thought Sala had a good comment on that, basically saying that we must be doing something right if they're talking about us and we don't even play them until week five. So um it'll be a really it'll add some spice to that matchup in denver that's for sure what is that early october i think they play so that'll be a a really good matchup with hackett going back there and uh, i just thought those comments were were just really uncalled for and really low class by by sean payton yeah um and 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 again walking it back today and 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 apologizing he said he was going to make a call to Robert Sala as well and, and Nathaniel Hackett and apologize to them personally so uh, so there there is that uh, rich so appreciate your time um i'm sure jets fans are going to be uh, waiting 
um, and um, anxiously waiting, and I'm sure all over social media to hear whatever news. If and when this does happen, do you not anticipate to hear anything until Sunday, right? Because uh, the Jets, uh, they have uh, the two days off, right? They have a two-day break. So really, Jets fans probably more than likely won't hear anything until Sunday? Well, the players are off, but the front office people are not. So you never know. I mean, something could happen. But I I think Sunday is going to be the day. I think Dalvin Cook is going to be out there at the scrimmage. There's going to be a full house of fans. I think there's going to be an electric atmosphere. And uh, I think if the fans see him, they'll start chanting his name. So it should make for quite a scene on Sunday. I think Sunday's the uh, the day to watch out for. Fantastic. Uh, Rich, again, if you could let folks know, they, they definitely need to hear your podcast throughout the training camp as they get ready for the season. Let the folks know all the ways that they can access it. Yeah, you can get Flight Deck on, of course, the ESPN app. And then Spotify, you know, Google Play, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Fantastic. Uh, Rich, again, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Have a fantastic weekend. Thanks, Anita. Talk to you soon. You got it. Rich Samini joining us here right at 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Mark. Blah, blah, blah. Rewind. Ah! Anita Marks with you here on 98.7 ESPN. So what happens when you say your name, you say your name so fast, right? Just doesn't come out right. Um, so you guys watched the movie. Did you guys see the movie? It came out in 2018. Meg, the big shark, the whatever, the, the prehistoric. This is the one with Jason Statham, correct? Oh, yes. I, he's a cute. He's a, as my, as mama Mimi, mama Mimi would say, he's a cutie patootie. I have seen this movie. So, so Meg, like the sequel, right? So Meg two is coming out. So my mom is like blowing me up. Did you see Meg one? You got to watch Meg one so that she could watch Meg two. So I watched Meg one last night. It actually was quite good. Didn't know what to, didn't know what to expect, but Meg two was coming out. Also, uh, I know, Joe, you, you'll be producing with Tom tomorrow. Harvey, you're lucky. You've got Sunday off, Sundays off. You don't have to deal with me for no, two days in a not row. Not yet. What do you mean, not yet? Soon we'll be reacquainted again on Sundays, my friend. Oh, really? When football season starts, you're back in action? Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'm going, so I'm going to see Barbie on Sunday. I decided to see Barbie over what's Oppen, what is it? Oppen Dangler? Oppen Hop. There you go. Is that a good choice by me? Both are are really really good. You've I've, seen them both, Joe. I've, I've seen them both. Yeah, I saw. Wow. Last okay. Saturday last Sunday. Right. And then I saw Oppenheimer on Tuesday. Both are good for a multitude of different reasons. Barbie is not a kid's movie. I was expecting it to be more childish. It's not. Well, it's interesting you say that because uh, so Mama Mimi went to see Barbie and she was texting me. It's horrible. It's so bad. Don't waste your money. Don't go see it. Uh, Of course, I'm not going to I'm not going to listen to her. I'm going to go see it on Sunday. Um, 
but she's like the beginning of the movie is so disturbing it's a bunch of kids and they're ripping off the heads of barbie dolls i said mom i think it's a play on um what was that the the uh the the, the film that came out years and years ago do you know what I'm talking about? The, the opening of the... Did, well, first of all, while I'm Googling this, did you um, did you understand the beginning of the movie? Did you think the beginning of the movie was disgusting? No, I kind of thought it was like Toy Story-esque. Well, you guys, you guys are probably too young for this. You don't, guys don't remember a movie called A Space Odyssey. Oh, Space 2001, right? Where the... Yeah, the, I've seen that movie. Where the the uh, the apes are destroying stuff. That's how the movie starts. Yeah, it's a classic. Right. So, so it's a par- so the Barbie movie. It's it's supposed to be a parody on that. That's what the opening is supposed to be. So I'm I'm like I'm trying to explain. I haven't even seen the film, and I'm trying to explain this to mommy Mimi. Mama Mimi. She doesn't want to hear me. She's like, it's just disgusting. It's really disturbing. A bunch of kids tearing the heads off of Barbie. I'm like, mom, it's it's a it's a parody. She didn't quite understand that. But you, but you, but Joe, you're not saying you weren't turned off by the open of the movie. No, not at all. And I thought it was engaging all throughout. A lot of adult jokes in there. It was, it was a lot of fun. Well, that's what she, so she said, she said, this isn't a movie for kids. This isn't a, and I said, who said it is? Who said this was a movie for children? She said, well, there's a lot of children in there. I was like, well, that's on their parents. But this isn't supposed to be a movie for children. Yeah, it's clearly marketed as a movie where you the it's targeted more towards the people that grew up with the doll, not the children now who are just getting introduced to it. Do kids even? And again, I for those who are just listening to me for the first time, I own dogs. I don't own children. And good thing. Listen, I'm really like if you had a child. You, first of all, your child falls in love with me because I never say no to anything. I give them a ton of candy. We do fun things. I'm like, I'm the cool friend. I'm the cool aunt. They always want to be around me. I like, like I build, I build the tents at night. I dress up. I read books forever. Like I'm that cool person, but like I can only take so much, right? Like I can't like, like I think, I think being a parent is the hardest job on the planet. God bless y'all. God bless you. Immense respect for you. Immense. It's it's hands down the hardest job. Like to be that cool and that fun for for twenty four seven is a lot. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. Not gonna lie, it takes a lot. Where a dog, you can be that cool human, and then and then you can be like, okay, mommy, mommy will be home in in a few hours. And you could leave and you don't have to pay a babysitter and you don't have to explain where you're going and all the things. Exactly. So. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Hey, we are giving away hockey gear. Monkey Sports is the place to be with retail stores in Farmingdale, Long Island, and Woodbridge, New Jersey. Be caller number. We decided on four, right, gentlemen, in the break? Caller four right now. Harvey's an interesting dude. 888-987-ESPN. And you'll score a $100 Monkey Sport gift card. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. It's all thanks to Monkey Sports from beginners to pro. 
They have what you need to take your game to the next level. For store details or to shop online, go to monkeysports.com. Again, caller number four right now at 888-987-ESPN. We come back, we'll kick off hour number three next here on 90.7 ESPN. Anita Ark. 